This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and president of Wall Private Wealth. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Welcome in, everyone, to a brand new Michael Wall Show. I hope you're having a great week. Hope you had a great holiday, Christmas season, New Year, all the above. Randy, you got to dial in all the dots. I know you were out there and in your easy chair just kind of hanging and sitting by the fire Absolutely. good for you absolutely it was it was a non travel sit back mm. kick mm. back kind of holiday for me and i think it was a good idea yeah well you know as you're listening to this regardless of where you are i hope you had a great season a great holiday season great christmas season great new year and hopefully you've made those New Year confessions. I mean, your New Year's <laughs> resolutions. I mean, your who knows what they are. But, you know, a lot of times we talk about that. We'll talk about that a little bit this year as well. And uh, this show as well, I should say. By the way, MichaelWallShow.com. You want to reach out to us, MichaelWallShow.com. Randy, it's amazing now. Listenership, about 104 countries. It's just been unbelievable. Some of the things, even I tell you, we've had a tremendous amount of response on Facebook, the Michael Wall Show from India, believe it or not, and uh, just, so it's just kind of interesting the different folks that are reaching out to us all over the world. If you have a question, something you want us to share on the show, reach out to us, MichaelWallShow.com. You can even call us eight 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 five one one Wall eight 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 five one one nine two five five. Last thing, as you're listening to us, if you're listening via radio, I know some of you, many of you are out there listening via radio, and you say, "Well, you know, I wasn't able to catch the whole show, or I don't have time to catch the whole show." We have a lot of listeners uh, throughout the world that actually listen via podcast. So you can just go ahead and subscribe, whether you're an uh, Apple user or Samsung or you know Google phone, whatever you have. Just find your favorite podcast app and search Michael Wall Show. We'd love your feedback, love your comments. And all of that. So, Randy, we got a great show lined up this this uh, this week. We do. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to hear from the president of Vanguard, the CEO, and he is actually stepping away from his job this month. He's been on the job there for ten years, and he has his observation of what he feels is going to happen in the financial industry. We mm-hmm. also are going to talk about you as a person who's built up a business. You've built up your fortune. You want to enjoy that money, but then it comes time to pass that money to the people you love, the charities that you love, and you want to make sure that that money has some purpose. There is a strategy that goes along with that. And we'll talk about some of the numbers that are not actually working in your favor. Yeah, very, very important. Then we got a great uh, interview with a gentleman, Jimmy Moore, and he actually is the owner of a local surf shop and he's doing some cool things to help kids with autism and uh, things like that. So we have that a little bit later in the show. By the way, if it's first-time listenership, I want to welcome you in. I know this is a little bit of time to set up of the show, but I want to let you know each and every week what the show looks like. So typically, the first segment on every show is motivation of some sort. Second and third segment is going to be financial things. We're going to take things that are out there. We talked about Bitcoin the other week and, and a variety of different things, helping you kind of say, okay, how can we protect, grow, and reduce taxes on our wealth? All of those things in a variety of topics are dialed into second and third segment usually. And then a lot of times we have guests on. Randy, it's been amazing, whether it be Sammy Hagar or Vince Gill or Sean Hannity or um, Brett Baer. We've had a lot of leaders of different companies on, doctors, holistic health experts, just kind of cool stories. Uh, and that's that we kind of round about the show with. So I want to jump into this show. I want to start it out with a little motivation. And I want to start the motivation more so with life thought, because we here we are at the beginning of the year still. And, you know, something that resonated with me, Todd, we go to Christ Fellowship 
uh, here in South Florida where we go to church. And uh, it's a great spot. Not when, but where. That's what we go every week, Randy. Come on now. But, <laughs> but great spot. And one of the things that Todd mentioned this weekend, I've really been thinking about it, kind of dialing it in, is he said, you know, you don't know what you don't know, and what you don't know can hurt you. Now, let me say that again, because that was a little bit of a tongue twister, I guess. And that is, you don't know what you don't know, and what you don't know can hurt you. You know, I know we're in a place, have you ever driven? You're, so you're driving in your car and you're, you're going into a new town and, you know, you kind of really don't know that area. You know, maybe you're going to, into a big city and, and, you know, Google's there and you get your maps or, you know, whatever it is, but you don't really know the area. And you kind of say, well, you know, maybe I'll go down this street or maybe I'll go down that street. Because you don't know where you are, you might find yourself. I know, Randy, I had an experience one time. We were in Chicago and I ended up finding myself, well, you know, I'll just take this road. I think I'll take this road. You know, and I was kind of making these decisions and ended up kind of in a bad part of town. I'm looking out the windows, you know, the family's in the car. I'm like, I got to get out of here. You know, that kind of thing. And so sometimes in life, you've probably found yourself in a place where you say, Geez, you know, I put myself here because I didn't really know something. And oh, by the way, sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And you need people in your life to help you find, uncover, and really speak into those blind spots. Randy, it was funny. I was talking with someone and they mentioned the fact that, you know, I don't really have any blind spots. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute. First off, the whole point of blind spots are the fact that you don't know that they're there. You can't see them. Okay. So we all have things that we need to work on. We all have things we need to improve. We all have some blind spots in our life. And I want to challenge you as you are on your path to success, as you are on your path to being a better person, as you are on your path to being a better steward, the sooner. You get people in your corner that are willing to honestly help you with your blind spots is huge. Vince Gill, when I interviewed him a while back, I love, he, and I say this repeatedly, but I think it's so powerful. He said, you know, it's so important in life to know when to get out of your own way. And that can come to learning things about marketing. That can come to learning things about family. That can come to learning things about being a better husband or wife or a better father or mother. That can come to learning things about how to be a better business owner. You know, none of us are perfect. We're all flesh and blood and flawed. And so at the end of the day, when we improve, when we really make strides and improve, we do that because we're committed to working on the things that can be uncomfortable. We're committed to work on the things that just a lot of people aren't. Most people walk through life as a wondering generality. You know, just bouncing around like a ball in a pinball machine, hoping that they'll find their purpose. And they're not working on the things in their life that they need to really work on, stepping back and really uncovering their passion. So this first segment, I just really wanted to challenge you with the fact of the step back, reevaluate, have others speak into your life and help you with the fact of knowing what you don't know. You know, when you have children, Randy, as you know, I have four little kids and those kids can be great sounding boards if you're paying attention because kids just speak what's on their mind. You know, if they don't like something or you're not doing something right or whatever it may be, you know, they're just going to share what's on their mind. Now, obviously, it's got to be respectful. Your wife is, my wife is the same thing as she can share with me things that sometimes I don't see. 
And so I want to challenge you to have those people in your corner to uncover the blind spots and help you know what you don't know so you can be the best person that you can be. This is not an army commercial, by the way. (laughs) Be all you can be. But, you know, be the best person that you can be to fulfill the purpose and the passions that you've been created for. Jeremiah 29, 11. Big believer of it. So, Randy, that's the first segment. I hope that's been helpful for those of you that are listening out there. You're dialing in each and every week. We appreciate you. Make sure you take the time to know what you don't know in your life. Great thoughts. And that is where we're going to pick up in our next segment. There might be some things in your life right now that you don't know and you don't see. This is the time of year when we sit back and we look at 2017 and we sort of evaluate. How do we look? How do we feel? Are there things that we can do better for 2018? Well, that goes along with looking at your finances as well. And we'll look at that coming up next on The Michael Walsh Show. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy helping families grow and protect their wealth. This is The Michael Wall Show. I feel glorious, glorious. Got a chance to start again. I was born for this, born for this. So I am not going to And welcome back to The Michael Wall Show. Find us online, michaelwallshow.com. I was watching all the New Year's Eve festivities and I saw Macklemore on there and I was thinking of you, Michael, because we've used this song a few times. It is a good one and a great oh, one love for it. Sunday morning. It wow. really is. And, you know, it was great. Uh, I had a great time, Randy, at the AMAs mm-hmm. last year. You know, went out there, got a chance to connect with him a bit and some other folks. And uh, just, I love the I love the message. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're playing that, you're playing that tune. I'm sitting here just jamming, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like the video? It. Have you seen the video for Glorious? I mean, he's with yeah, his grandmother a, and he's yeah, out it's there a little, playing video games with her and stuff. It's really cool. It is. And there's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't ever post a video because one part's a little risque and I kind of try and... You know, but I love, I love the, I love the, the whole theme and the, the thought of, of what it's about, you know, yeah. what life is about and really going out there and killing it as we go through it, you know, whatever that looks like. We are going to take a look at our lives as we move through January of 2018. Everybody's saying, oh, got to lose a little weight. I got to get in better shape. I got to do this a little better than I did last year. Well, some of us might want to look at our money as far as 2017 because, well, it was a good year in the stock market, but is there things that you could do that might be better. Bill McNabb is the CEO of Vanguard, and he's actually been in that position for 10 years, and he's stepping down this month. And he did an interview with Fox Business, and he said, here is one thing that I see changing in the financial industry. The biggest area that you're going to see change will be in the provision of advice. Um, you know, four out of five investors take advice in one shape or form. You know, we're in very early innings of that whole segment of the market being revitalized, if you will. Uh, we think there is lots of room for fees to come down, for services to expand. Investors 
everywhere are recognizing that paying more for investments does not get you a better result. Interesting. I, I When I heard that, Michael, I thought, you know, you're in the financial advice industry and financial management, and sometimes paying more gets you more. Sometimes paying more doesn't get you more. So that's something I think people need to evaluate, don't you? Well, it's always something that you got to evaluate. And, and, you know, one of the things that I look at it is uh, I don't necessarily anytime I look at anything, whether it's financial or whether it's other things, products in general, I don't always start out looking at the fees. I think if you're in a place where you start out and you say, okay, all I'm going to look at is how much this costs or doesn't cost, um, even though that, by the way, needs evaluated. But I think if you start there, you could find yourself in a pitfall. You know, one of my concerns with the whole financial industry, Randy, is we've seen, and by the way, you should always evaluate your fees. Short answer to your question. And we see a lot of families when they come in, we sit down, you know, in fact, I just had a gentleman as an example. um, He was banking with uh, a a bank on the island, came in, sat down. We had a conversation. His wealth is managed there as well. And a big company that he was with, large company. And we sat down and we did a second opinion and we were a, we were literally able to uh, shave his fees that he was currently paying and actually increase his value. So to Bill's point, you know, sometimes that is the case, but it isn't always the case. And I think if you lead with that, yeah, that can be a problem. So by the way, if you're listening to this and you say, wow, that's interesting, wonder how they were able to do that. You know, we were able to actually reduce this gentleman's risk. Uh, Randy, almost 60%, reduces risk by 60% and actually give them some better opportunity uh, for potential gain and, and tax savings and everything else in the future, which is great. If you want to you want to dial into that, give us a ring, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255, and you can talk with our team and they can dial in uh, what that looks like as far as the connect and get your tailored private wealth review. But when you take a look at wealth in general and monies in general and fees in general, we're seeing a trend, and I don't know that it's necessarily a good trend, where people, you know, a lot of the larger companies are consolidating and it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger, and you just have these big, huge, enormous firms. Well, Randy, the problem that I see with that is that actually aids and lends to less uh, options for consumers. You know, it's like the whole idea of the monopoly thing. You know, Randy, I've been in the financial game helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth in a variety of different ways for about 17 years now. And one of the things that I see is is people are not cookie cutter. They're just not. You know, it's just like when you go to the restaurants, typically a restaurant doesn't have one thing on the menu. And the reason is, is because people want more than just one thing. You know, some people might like pasta, others might like steak, others might like seafood, other, others might be vegan. Other, you know, so there's a variety of different things you can choose from because our tastes and desires are different. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think when you take a look at, you know, warehousing finances, which is kind of what we hear more and more today with a lot of the larger institutions, where warehousing finances, I don't think that's a good thing for consumers, Randy, personally. Well, Michael, I do see that as well. There's an app for this. There's an app for that. If you should be able to use your phone to uh, manage your money and everybody feels as if they don't need that personal attention, I can do this myself. That's not necessarily the case when you're talking about the money that you built your whole life for. Well, I mean, you know, think about it like this. Yes, you want to use technology. I mean, my goodness, we have we have apps that we use and things, technology. You know, people go to our site, leanonthewall.com, and they can click on the private wealth area and they're in a place where they have, we have technology that we're using. There's an app that families can have on their phone. 
but it's for looking at what they have and, and uncovering plans and things like that. It's not for trading and things that way for the client. And the reason is because, you know, First off, we can't always depend on technology. Have you ever heard before, you remember when computers were really getting big and then the internet's getting big and all this stuff and you said, okay, hey, you know, these are going to make our lives simpler. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Well, Randy, I don't know about you, but I spend sometimes more time downloading new updates or, you know, kind of redoing stuff on my computer or whatever than I ever did before. Right. And the technology's quote unquote increased. Now, yeah, there are uh, conveniences that come along with it, but there's also time and effort that comes along with it. So when you take a look at technology, you know, there's something to be said about the pen and the pad. And when, when I sit down with families with a pen and a notepad and a whiteboard in our conference room, and as we sit down and have a conversation, we have the ability to draw out emotion, ask questions about preferences, desires, needs, you know, and really uncover things that make sense for them specifically that you just can't do with technology. There's going to be always the crowd out there that uses technology to trade online and do things, and that's fine. But when you're talking about significant wealth, and you're talking about family legacy, and we're talking about uncovering a plan that works well for me and you. You know, it's like these master classes. I don't know if you started to see these online where, you know, guys like Steph Curry and, um, you know, actors in Hollywood and other people are saying, hey, we're going to give you a master class online and you can pay a certain amount and you can actually watch it. Well, that's fine. You can do that. But if, it, it, you know, it's one thing to do that. It's another thing to be right there with Steph Curry. And Steph says, wait a minute, when you put your ball through the leg, put the ball through your legs, do it this way instead of that way. Mm-hmm. It's just very, very different. You know, if the, for those that like tailored clothes, you can get online and give a company your measurements and send it in, but it's just not going to be as snug and perfect as it would be if you were literally standing in front of a mirror with a tailor and they're looking at your perfections and imperfections and, and actually measuring you up. You're just not going to get the same result. It's just not. You can't. So technology can certainly replace things in a lot of ways, and we definitely want to use technology to our advantage in a lot of ways. But there's nothing uh, that, in my opinion, will reproduce that tailored feel. Again, if, as you're listening to this out there, you're in a place where you want customer service. You want a tailored feel. And I know, Randy, for me, and at least the families that we serve, that's what they're looking for. Yeah, there's a uh, there's no place on an app that you can tell them that uh, your kid just got divorced and they're moving home, and yeah. it's going to add some some difficulties in your life. That's the kind of thing that you sit down and talk to your financial advisor about. And it's not, Randy. It's not even the idea that that happened, and now what do we do with their finances? There's a big emotional side to that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and part of this in helping families is helping them emotionally kind of fare and make good decisions. You know, a lot of times when, when those types of things happen, you're in an emotional rough time. And typically that's not the best time to be making decisions. Yeah. So you need someone to guide you. It'd be like it'd be like going and looking at an app and the app showing you how to do brain surgery and you go look in the mirror and try and do it on yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's just not, you know, sometimes you need people to help you with stuff. Just like we talked in the beginning, 
you know, help me with my blind spots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't have blind spots. <laughs> I love it. You're listening to the Michael Wall Show. You can find us online very easily. MichaelWallShow.com. There, you'll discover Michael has been seen on Fox Business, CNBC, Bloomberg, USA Today, Smart Money, a lot of different places. Look us up online. Look at the book. It's called Retire Once, Retire Well. It's all there for you at MichaelWallShow.com. We talk about building a legacy, a financial legacy in your life, what happens when you want to move that money along and you want to make that money last? The numbers show that it doesn't. We'll show you why and maybe what you can do about it. It's next on The Michael Wall Show. Hey folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people. Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. You're listening to The Michael Wall Show. Catch up on previous episodes at michaelwallshow.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to The Michael Wall Show. Online, find us very simply, michaelwallshow.com. Well, Michael, we talk about building wealth. We talk about using your wealth. We talk about retaining your wealth. Well, what about making your wealth last when it comes to you, your family, and the charities that you love? Interesting conversation just recently on CNBC. Catherine Dean is from Wells Fargo, and she says, when it comes to passing money down, the numbers are not working in your favor. There was a research study done years ago that showed globally 70% of wealth dissipates by the third generation for three reasons. And those three reasons are 60% lack of communication and trust in a family, 25% not properly preparing heirs, and another 10% not having a shared purpose in the family. No communication, no preparation, and no purpose. So, Michael, mm. that sounds like people are not talking to each other. Sounds like a recipe for disaster. It really does. <laughs> I mean, this is a big part of what you do is yeah. having that yeah. conversation, isn't it? Well, you would be surprised as you're listening to this out there. Maybe you're not surprised. I, I know I have. I am continually surprised over the years as we sit down with families and husband, wife, together, single, whatever it may be. And we sit down and we actually dial into what are the needs in retirement. I am, I am always surprised, Randy, how a lot of times the things that we discuss, it's the first time they're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not because uh, they haven't, maybe they don't already, you know, most all of our clients typically that come in or, or perspectives, let me say, that become clients, you know, oftentimes they're in a place, most of the time they're in a place where they have their wealth managed somewhere else. 
They already have another advisor somewhere else. You know, our best clients, a lot of times comes from other advisors because they're just not doing what they need to do or, you know, maybe they're charging them too much or maybe they're not as uh, alternative and they're focused in protecting the asset and everything else. And so when we sit down and I go through the education and we help them dial in a plan and we help them dial in what's necessary for legacy, I found a lot of times, you know, maybe they've talked about things generally just through generally filling out forms and, you know, basic things, but they haven't really gotten into uh, diving in as deep as they should to do really and create really a plan that's going to be efficient, effective and last and last well. And oh, by the way, that plan needs updated. Because I don't know about you, Randy, but, you know, I don't wear the same belt size today at 40 that I did when I was 20. Mm -hmm. You know, so things need to change. Now, that doesn't even mean, you know, I'm I'm in pretty good shape. Praise God for that. We try and eat well. We try and be active and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, your body just changes a little bit in general. And I think we all can relate to that. Life changes. Things happen. Things change. And so you want to be changing with it. Just this past year, Randy, we had... Obviously, with Trump's tax bill that got got approved, you know, there's changes that have come from that. A lot of people know, well, the corporate tax rate, you know, is going from going down significantly, right? We know we know that it's going down significantly, which is a great thing. We've seen a lot of companies go ahead and pay bonuses to people, but how does it directly affect people and their personal finances? Well, a lot of people don't know what that's about. Oh, by the way, I'm sharing this because we've created a neat little white paper that gives you the ability to overview. Um, you know, it kind of gives an overview, I guess, of the 2017 to 2018 differences on the Trump tax plan. So if you want to get a copy of that, reach out to us, info at leanonthewall.com. Again, the email you want to send an email to is info, I-N-F-O, info at leanonthewall.com. And in the subject line, just put, please send me the white paper on the Trump tax plan. So I, I, I interjected that. And I wanted to do that, Randy, because it's something where... Uh, that's a change, right? Mm-hmm. Just like we talked about other changes. And so th- when when that survey was talked about as far as legacy planning, the reason things aren't taken care of is because things aren't being updated as they should be. Well, that is an interesting aspect of it, Michael, because the tax law part of this whole thing that affects your legacy planning is a moving target. There's a new political landscape. Obviously, we've had big change this year. I can think of one of the changes, I'm sure it's on your document, is if you inherit over $5.5 million, you used to have to pay 40% federal tax. They've bumped that number up to $10 million. That's going to affect the way people plan. So this is something that you need to have contact with your financial advisor about as these things change, they affect you. You need to move. Well, it does. And a lot of times people are in a place where they say, well, who can help me with this? Who can help me with that? You know, a lot, a lot of times they don't think initially the financial person is there to help. And mm-hmm. let me just kind of give you some clarity as you're listening to this show. Again, these two segments in the show, primarily the middle segments, the kind of the sandwich, the meat, if you will, designed to talk about wealth and finances in a variety of different ways, helping you to make good choices and decisions. Got a great interview coming up a little bit later with a local business owner and then uh, started out with motivation. But we do this because we want you to be prepared. And Randy, what you just said is uh, important when you talk about taxes because a lot of times folks with their wealth, you know, when we sit down and we talk about different things, you know, this gentleman that's fresh on my mind, he just came in, 
and uh, again, had, had, a, had a firm on the island that was helping him with his money and just said, you know, I just wanted more of an independent alternative approach. We talked about alternative investments. I talked about how we've done a lot of research around the Yale and Harvard endowment models, and we've used a lot of these hard assets that they've done a great job over the years. We talked about uh, off-market strategies and structures that have actually been researched by the Wharton School of Business, we've utilized for a long time, which give you the ability to have no market risk. Obviously, there's a variety of different types of risks, whether it be liquidity risk, market risk, business risk, et cetera. But that was, those were some things that he had never heard of or been unaware of. Doesn't mean that they're not good because we ended up dialing in, educating, and he picked things uh, together. We picked things that made sense. But, you know, when it comes to taxes, a lot of times, and we talked about this as well when we did the, the kind of the second opinion for him, he was not really getting a lot of in-depth tax planning. You know, you got your CPA and they're doing their, doing their thing, which is great. But his CPAs, in a lot of ways, are historians. They're taking what you paid last year or what you got back last year, depending on your situation. And, you know, they, they put things in boxes and here's what you owe or here's what you get back. You know, here's what I spent. Here's what I didn't spend. And then let's move to next year. But when it comes down to actually dialing in the plan, your wealth, your portfolio and saying, OK, what are we actually doing to look for ways to legally, morally and ethically disinherit the IRS? What are we doing to look for ways not just to grow our money, to, but to make sure that we take advantage of gains as they happen and, 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 and making sure we're going through the entirety of the portfolio and looking at tax loss harvesting, looking at a variety of other things that it's not just about growth, Randy. It's also about looking at everything necessary to bring all these extra pieces together because just a little change here and a little tweak there can make a big difference long-term. And that's what's so crucial when you look at your overall wealth plan. Well, when it comes to what we're talking about today, the three things that they said are not discussed when you sit down with a financial advisor about your legacy is communication, preparation, and purpose. Do you know what the purpose is for your money? You know what you want done with your money. Are you making sure that the people you love, the charities that you love, know what that purpose is? And Michael, I think that this is a time of year, we talked about it already on the show, the time of evaluation. When you look at your finances, when you look at a certain fund that you're in, when you look at a certain investment that you're in, maybe now is the time to evaluate and say, well, what is the purpose? Why did I have that? Why did I put my money in that to begin with? Yeah. Am I still in that place? Does that have the same purpose now that it did two, three, four, five years ago? Well, that's exactly right. Every investment has to make sense. It's got to be a decision. Just like when you just like when you make a recipe or you eat food. You know, if if you don't like to cook and you go to a restaurant but you like good food, you're a foodie, whatever that looks like. You know, I love I go to Bucan on the island, great spot. I love the uh, Palm Beach Grill. There's a lot of places at the Breakers, HMF and the Italian restaurant, some other places that I like. And a lot of other restaurants that are around here that I love. Brick Tops is a great one. And you know, when I go there, the reason that I know the food tastes good is because they've used all the appropriate ingredients. Even those ingre- even though those ingredients on their own are small and they don't really amount to much on their own, right? Maybe a little bit of salt or a little bit of uh, pepper or a little bit of whatever they end up using. But all put together, 
you know, it kind of creates the nice symphony, if you will, in your mouth now, <laughs> you know, and I love to eat. I like good food. So same way with a financial plan. You know, there's little different things that we need to be adding in to make sure it all comes together. And that's really, really important. You mentioned something before, and I want to reiterate, it's always a good time, by the way, not just the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time to get a second opinion on your wealth. And when you're talking about funds, you know, you might have this fund or you might have this stock. Listen, the only way, Randy, that you actually keep gains is by selling. Now, I don't know if you ever thought about that before, but you have to ask yourself the question, what is the purpose of owning stock? What is the purpose of owning ETFs or mutual funds or actively traded accounts or alternatives or you know whatever it may be? What is the purpose of owning them? And the answer is, it's to try and make money, number one. Number two, it's to try and, if you can, make tax-free income, potentially, or tax-favored income. But the only time, we'll use a stock as an example, okay? Let's say you own Amazon, and that stock's been up like crazy. And somebody says, well, I just think it's going to keep going up. Well, maybe it will, and maybe it won't. I mean, there's a strong chance that it probably will, but nobody, we don't know that for sure. So the question is, what type of plan do you have in place to take gains off the table? That's where people, Randy, end up losing a bunch of money is they don't have any real plan to say, okay, I got to take some gains off this table because you do not keep the gains. Listen to this, folks, as you're, as you're dialing in here, if you've, if you've drifted away, drift back in, the only way you get to keep profit is by taking it. So when you look at your statement and you say, okay, I'm up this much, yes, you are on paper, but it's not your money yet. The only way it becomes your money is when you actually take it, when you sell those positions. Now, I know then the next question is, well, I don't want to sell the positions because then I'm going to to be taxed. I got gains. Well, that's true. The benefit and disadvantage of making money, benefit is you made money. The disadvantage is you got to pay some taxes. So the key is understanding where the market's going to go. You know, we've been in almost an eight, eight and a half, nine year bull run. It's not going to continue to go up forever. We still have some very systemic problems. Now, I'm not a pessimist, but I am a realist and saying, let's look and evaluate at where things are now. And now's probably a good time to have a, uh, have a different set of plans for the future. Having a plan and a purpose for your money is what we've been talking about in the show and in this segment. If you would like to sit down and talk to Michael and have a personal wealth review, you can go to leanonthewall.com. You'll see a place there that says, request my review. Leave us your name, your email, and a comment of what you're interested in in the show that you've heard today, and our team will get back to you. Give us a call. Here's a number, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. And during this segment, Michael also gave us an email, info at leanonthewall.com. You can use that to get the white paper that Michael has written here with all of the different changes that are coming at us this year with the new tax plan from our new president. Take a look at that. Info at leanonthewall.com. Coming up next, we'll have Jimmy Morin in here, local business owner, interesting guy helping kids. That's next on The Michael Wall Show. about losing money in another market crash? Ever wonder if your investments are in the right place? 
I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth, radio show host and TV commentator. There's a lot of fog in the financial industry, and I want investors to be able to break through that fog. That's why I wrote the book, Retire Once, Retire Well. It reveals secrets that Wall Street doesn't want you to know and gives you insider tips to help you maximize your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com to get your copy right now. Thanks for joining us for The Michael Wall Show. Now, back to the show. Everybody's gone surfing, surfing USA. Welcome back into the Michael Wall Show. We're joined live in studio with a really cool guy, Jimmy. He is the owner of Locals Surf Shop here in Florida, South Florida. Again, that's Locals Surf Shop. Two S's, right, Jimmy? I'm going to yep. make sure I get it right. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't want people to be out there looking at something and say, wait a minute, is this it? Is it not it? No, it's Locals Surf Shop. Great guy. And I wanted to have him in because we were talking, you know, my wife and our kids, Randy, we were out and about. And as you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a poser surfer. I'd like to surf, (laughs) but I got, I got to spend a little more time doing that. I know you're an avid surfer though, Randy. See, when Michael, Michael takes off his shirt at the beach and everybody just goes, oh, it's over. I'm done. Let's see you. No use anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's no sense in me showing up, uh, because you know, Mike's here already. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Now, you know, we, we really, I do, I love the water and, uh, love the ocean, love that stuff. And I've always wanted to surf. My wife has surfed from time to time. And so we we were, we were actually at Jimmy's shop and, uh, you know, just bought a, a bunch of different things. Actually, we bought a board for our kids and yep. helmets and some other things. And she's bought some other uh, equipment and things like that there as well because it's, it's surfing and skate. So they kind of have both. But we had started this conversation and it really intrigued me. And I thought it was really encouraging for those that are out there listening to this show, regardless of where you are of the fact that, you know, here's somebody that's running a local business, but he's also doing something that is really intriguing to help those in the community and around him in a, in a kind of an intriguing way. So, Jimmy, let's just start with this. How did you decide that you wanted to get into the surf business, skate business? I started surfing when I was probably about 13, skateboarding when I was like 9 or 10. And surfing became my passion immediately, and the skateboarding kind of fell to the wayside as a secondary way to keep moving around. But... um out of high school, started working at the surf shop in Daytona Beach where I grew up and I didn't have any formal education. Like I said, I dropped out of high school. So I just kept on keeping on and doing different things. Worked at the surf shop for a while, worked at Terminex if I needed to at times because it paid good money and um, whatever was needed, whatever was needed. Yeah. And uh, just worked my way up through until I started managing other businesses. I worked on the road as a salesperson in the surf industry for a while and how cool is that, by the way? I mean, it's a great, I mean, really fun business yeah. to be in. It's. Uh, but I mean, the fact that, you know, you didn't even, I think of like the Richard Bransons of the world and other people, everybody's talking today about, oh, you got to have this education or you got to have that. And if you don't have a degree, you don't have any chance or really comes down to passion and work. It comes down to whether you're going to do it or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people, yeah. people ask me, you know, oh, when did you buy the shop or, you know. And we didn't buy the shop. Well, what do you mean when we started the shop? Well, how do you start the shop? I don't know. You just form an LLC and <laughs> just just do it. Yeah. Well, how'd you learn how to do it? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I did. You learned along the way. Yeah. That's exactly right, which I love. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, Randy, we talk about business and finance and, you know, we've talked to other business owners on all spectrums, different levels of success. And, and we see that gene of just somebody that's just willing to go out and do it. So you, so you started, you served for a while. 
decided to start your shop, and now you're in a place where you've been in business since 2006, 11 years. You guys have done well, really, really doing a lot on social media as well. Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the type of um, camps. Now, I know we talked about camps a little bit in general, and this is what really intrigued me, Jimmy, is you guys, not only are you a shop where people can, you know, come in and buy gear for skates and, or skate and skateboards and surf and, yep. you know, other things like that, but you guys are really involved with your camps. Talk about what that, where, where did that come from? How did that start? What does that look like? Um, it started here with the town of Palm Beach Gardens. Started working at their skateboard camp in the summer. Then I started working with the town of Jupiter. Both of those towns, working with the municipalities and get them giving me the opportunity to use the facilities that they've built to train kids to skate and surf and have a good time. It just seemed like a no-brainer. It forms loyalty to you know as far as customers go. I'm expanding my customer base mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know teaching kids at the same time. So that opportunity just you know led itself to where I'm doing in the summertime ten weeks of camp continuously from wow. the time school gets out to the time they go back to school. That's awesome. And and, and I know that you've seen you know with the camps in general. We talked a little bit about surfers for autism. You're involved with that mm -hmm. and some different things. We talked a little bit off air, Jimmy, about the just the the confidence that comes from a lot of these kids that may not necessarily excel or play other sports, you know, talk a little bit about that because I was again, intrigued by that as far as the result that you're seeing from these kids after the camps. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like what I was saying before with, you know, a lot of kids excel in team sports situations, you know, they're getting positive feedback from, from their peers around them. They, they, they hit a good ball and, you know, they ran a good run and everybody comes in and slaps them on the back. And, you know, the kids that have these challenges, whether it be autism or maybe they're overweight or, you know, they're not getting that type of positive feedback from their peers. And a lot of times they have a limited amount of peers. So when mm -hmm. I can work with them and they get to feel that feeling a lot of times for them, it's life-changing. You know, they, they get a sense of confidence that other kids would get from peer feedback they're getting through themselves while doing these types of sports. And it's not really possible unless it's an individual sport like surfing or skateboarding. I yeah. Guess. And it's kind of just organic growth. I mean, you're in a place where, you know, you didn't intend to go out and kind of help kids with, you know, autism or this and that or whatever. It just kind of happened, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you work with enough people and somebody's yeah. got a brother or a cousin yeah. and... Um, then you kind of get a little bit of a reputation. Like I said, I'm in no, no means licensed to work with autistic children or. Yeah, but you're giving them love. You're giving them attention and you, you're, you're doing things and you've seen results. And I think that's one of the things, Jimmy, for me that, and, and for those of you that, you know, obviously as you're listening to this, one of the things that I wanted to share with you and encourage you is listen, a lot of times people don't do some of the things that they could do is helping out, you know, well, I'm not licensed or I don't have this degree or I don't have that. And I want to challenge you to say, listen, here's a guy right now, been in business, you know, 11 years. He's helping kids in a lot of ways, hundreds and hundreds of kids, you know, throughout the region and the area. And you can do the same thing regardless of where you live. It may not be surfing, it may not be skating, but you can step out and say there's a need somehow, some way, maybe if you have a business, use the business that you have, but really use whatever is in your hands current to add value to others. So Randy, I just want to give you a, a chance to butt in here. I know you're a huge surf fan and a, 
<laughs> I'm sure you get a question for Jimmy, though, just to kind of see where he's at. Well, I, I think it's interesting for those of us who have multiple kids. I mean, Michael, you have four kids. I have three kids. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. each one of them is very different. Some of them would lend to go to soccer or baseball or football and a team sport. Some of them want to do things that are more personalized. And I would think with skating and boarding, all of that, size doesn't matter. You don't have to be that big athlete in order to succeed. I also see that the equipment that you put together for them can be customized to their personality. There's a whole different aspect to your sport than there is with baseball and soccer. Right. I mean, what keeps me in business ultimately is the fact that everything that we sell besides t-shirts has to be spec for somebody. Mm -hmm. So whether it's a skateboard or a surfboard or sunglasses or bikini or flip-flops, you have to try it on. Um, And you need somebody that knows what they're doing to help you get the best fit or get the best performance in the as far as it goes with boards. Randy never tries his bikinis on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he just buys them. Some, some people just look that good. There's an artistic flair. Grab, grab and go. <laughs> There's an artistic flair, though, to to your particular oh. sport, though. What I'm getting at, I yeah. mean, with with the yeah. helmets and and what the boards yep. look like, and what they and they can customize what they do. They can bring it down in their basement and make it better. Uh, I think that there's that you can't do that with baseball equipment, right? No, you, you definitely get yelled at for painting your you know baseball bat paint. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, these kids, you know, all the kids that they paint on their boards, you know, the different graphics on the different boards. Mm-hmm. It's a very personalized sport and there's a lot of emotion there's a lot of artwork that comes out especially skateboarding skateboarding has a very rich culture of, yeah. of artists that have be- gone on to become yep. world-renowned artists <clears throat> so let me ask you this question um to kind of dial in here what would you say again we're talking with jimmy he's the owner of locals surf shop that's locals surf shop two s's in the middle there localsurfshop.com jimmy somebody says you know what obviously they can come in and check you out buy stuff online, whatever. But if they want to plug in and learn about camps, what should they do? So the best thing to do is definitely just call the store. There's not enough information online to really give you a good feeling for what we do at camp. So don't be afraid. We got the time. We're there seven days a week. Somebody's always there to answer your questions. Most of the time I'm there six days a week. So you might even get me on the phone. And uh, if you have particular questions about camp, I can answer them for you. Yeah, well, Jimmy, thank you so much for taking some time and sharing your story and how you guys are making an impact on kids' lives. I love that. You know, you know, you're not just are you a business owner, but you're you're taking that business, you're taking your passion, right, and you're taking your time, and you're actually adding value to other people. And one of the things that I talk about all the time on this show is the whole focus of the show is helping families, helping people have the ability to live on purpose so they can live with purpose, right? And you're doing that. So I want to thank you for taking the time and doing that in general. Go visit Jimmy in the shop, localsurfshop.com, and uh, hang tight. We'll be back with some great information right after this. Hey, folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, 
giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Welcome back to the Michael Wall Show. Online, find us, michaelwallshow.com. I always said that Ariana Grande has the best manager in all of entertainment because every time you turn on the TV, and starring Ariana Grande, and she's in every (laughs) single show and award show and music show that there is. She's got a great manager, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. She is talented, too. It's a good sound, too. I mean, you know, listen, that's why I was standing here dancing on the desk, man. (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. That's it. Well, I want to talk one, in the minute or so that we have left, or a couple minutes that we have left, Michael, we talk on this show about getting a second opinion on your wealth. And someone might listen to that and they say, well, you, you've said it before. Many people that you speak to already have an advisor. Tell me about getting over that hump of getting a second opinion, the apprehension of going and seeing another person. I mean, that's got to be something that you deal with all the time. Well, it is. And, you know, that, that's one of the reasons that we try and weigh so heavily on education. You know, I mean, one of the things that I know, and I hear this all the time from people that come in, is the the process, the four or five step, depending on their situation process, simple, by the way, that we take them through uh, and just uncovering their needs, educating them in things that it's amazing to me, Randy, like I said before, a lot of people just, regardless of how long they've invested or been in the industry, whether they're a self-manager, they have another advisor or whatever, uh, another firm that helps them with their wealth. They just haven't seen some of the things that we go through and we're a little bit more in depth. And so, you know, the first thing is really just evaluating where are we at? Because, you know, we're not right for everybody. We're not the right firm for every person that exists out there. I'm not, you don't hear when you listen to the show, you don't hear me. We don't do calls of action often, really. Um, And, you know, and the reason is, is because we want to, we want to naturally be in a place where people that listen to the show, they're like, you know, I'm getting a lot of value. We we, want to reach out to them because we're not right for everybody, but we are a perfect fit for some folks, just like that gentleman that just came in last week. And I got two sisters that actually inherited uh, some great wealth that we brought in and helped them as well. It was a referral. And so, you know, really what we want to do in helping people kind of diffuse that uncertainty and scared feeling of, oh, what's this going to look like, whatever, is that first meeting, Randy, it's really, we're just sitting down and we're having a conversation. And we've put a lot of information online. You know, people go to, they can either go to the michaelwallshow.com or they can go to leanonthewall.com. And there's, uh, you know, there's an education tab and there's other things where there's videos of me talking about different things every Sunday morning, you know, in South Florida, we're on the CBS Sunday Morning Money Report before the CBS Sunday Morning Show. And so, you know, we're, we're putting a lot of information out there for people so they can be educated. That's my number one goal. My number one goal is for people to be educated so they can make better decisions. We believe at our firm, and I've, I've stayed with this mantra for the almost 17 years that we've been helping families, is I believe that education is the foundation, the bedrock for making good decisions. But it's not just education, it's application. Because we have to apply what we know. And so when families come in here, you know, they, they may know a lot about the markets or alternatives or, you know, whatever it may be, and they may not. Oftentimes, you know, we're able to share things that they haven't heard. And so what it does is it gives us the ability through the education together 
to make good choices and decisions. And if it's not the right fit, we know it. But oftentimes people have checked this out. They listen to the show. They've seen us on TV. They may have even seen, you know, back when we commentated for CNBC, Fox, Bloomberg, all that other, all those things for five, six years. And they've just kind of watched us. And so, you know, for us, it's really Randy diffusing. Hey, listen, let's just have that conversation, see where we are and see if there's some synergy. So as you hear that and you're saying, you know, yeah, I'd like to sit down and have a second opinion and talk, uh, talk to our team. Give us a ring, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. We'll just sit down and we'll have that conversation. If you're local, we'll sit down. If you're, you're in another area, we can sit down and, and kind of go through some of that and, and just talk through what your needs are and your, your goals, desires, et cetera, are. But listen, this wraps another show. I hope, I hope you're able to catch the whole show if you didn't. I want you to go back and listen because that motivational segment in the beginning, knowing what you don't know, very, very crucial. Dialed into some financial things. Obviously had a great conversation with Jimmy as well from Local Surf Shop. But listen, here is my challenge for you this coming week as it is each and every week. And that is to do something for someone else that can do nothing in return, adding value to their life, ultimately, in addition, adding value to yours. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great week. Catch us next week, same time, same place, or listen on your podcast app whenever you want. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to The Michael Wall Show. To schedule your personal wealth review, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. To find out more about Michael and the team at The Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor, and solicitation offered through Clarify Advisory Network, an SEC registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Michael Wall is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Wall Financial Group Inc. Are you concerned with all the uncertainty that's happening in our country today and how it will affect your finances? Hi, I'm Michael Wall, founder of Wall Private Wealth and the host of The Michael Wall Show. I've written a simple, easy to read book that can help you cut through the nonsense of the financial world as well as empower you on how to make better financial decisions. Be a better steward of your wealth. Go to retirewellbook.com right now to get your copy.